god. I just... There's certain things in the NBA that make me just fuzzy inside. LeBron at least is a leader. Like, I respect LeBron. I don't like him. Odd it is. I'll take that in the final answer with that. Odd. Hey, honeys and hunks. It's a new episode and a new month with some solid weather kind of seems going on. So we got only a couple more days until the all-star festivities of the one night instead of the entire weekend. Um, Jade, I know we were talking a little bit before I hit record, but how excited are you for this weekend? <sighs> I'm not. And it feels sacrilegious to say, having been a basketball fan for so long and doing this show. But since you brought up we were talking before, I literally said to Taylor before we went live, I'm only watching because we're going to have to talk about it on the show. I'm not excited. I'm not excited for one day All-Star. Like... Yeah, really, it slows it. It slows up the fun for it all. Um, Shay, as we see, you are sitting outside with good Wi-Fi. Um, are, you, are you looking forward toward like? Are you looking for towards anything in particular for this weekend? Or are you kind of in the same boat with Jay? Um, well, first, I want to give the disclaimer that because I am outside and this is Oklahoma, there's a lot of loud in. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Oklahoma, I guess. Um, so uh continuing on while she figures out that, um, this week's episode, a live episode, we'll be hitting up our thoughts with the upcoming dunk contests, um, and the contestants, the overall all-star game itself. Is it gonna be exciting or not? What up, girl? I'm just breaking yeah, down the I'm episode frozen. now. <laughs> I literally went to a new place to get wi-fi <laughs> there we go so yeah so dunk contest contestants actual all-star game and uh some trade deadline stuff that could be possibly coming up in the near future and also just another recent hi- firing of a coach uh now ex head coach lloyd pierce but okay we're gonna just dive right into this now starting up so dunk contest you got Cassius Stanley, Anthony Simons, (laughs) Simons, and Obi Toppin all agreed. Jade, is this one of the weakest dunk classes ever? Man, like, say the names again. Cassius Stanley. Yeah. I don't even know. Who does he even play for? (laughs) Detroit. Uh, That's why I don't know who he is. Detroit. The new NBA purgatory. Swing it back to you. prior episodes um anthony simons who plays on portland and then obi toppin who plays on the knicks um, yeah like i just feel like there's no dunker to tune in for that we already know what they're bringing you know what i mean like there's no Derek jones jr there's no aaron gordon there's no anthony Edwards, there's like, who am I tuning in for for this? I, I mean, I hope that they, I will be pleasantly surprised, but there's not a name 
on that list that makes me go, ooh, I need to see them. You know like, what I mean? The clickbait, the one that you want to see on YouTube later. Um, Shay, did do you think they chose some smaller names so to keep the bigger names ready for the All-Star game? Or was it to give a chance for these young people, young players to show what they can do? Shay? I mean, hopefully you're oh. done answering your question. I don't understand why Wi-Fi in Oklahoma sucks so bad. But <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, the thing that I don't get is, like, who actually watches the All-Star Weekend for All-Star Game? Like, isn't everyone obsessed with the slam dunk contest? Like, isn't that the important thing? I don't know. So that's what I like to invest myself in. Um and maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe we'll have some outliers, but I doubt it. So I'm going to ask this for both of you. Um, we'll just go with you, Shay. Who would you want to be the fourth dunker? I don't know if she can't hear you or she's thinking. <laughs> I'll go ask it to you, Jade. Who would you want to be your fourth dunker? So after the ridiculous slam that he did on Wontanabe of the Toronto Raptors last week or the week before, yeah, it's got to be Edwards. Like, if he can go up like that in game, imagine what he can do from a set place, doing he, whatever he wants. The other night against against the Wizards because it was over Robin Lopez he had kind of one of those throw-in dunks where yeah. like he was at the rim or he was just short of the rim by like three inches but was still high enough that he could throw it in the hoop That's, and like, his hops are insane like he hit like he jumped and then when he hit Lopez it was like an extra bump then like he just <laughs> it was like a second jump and uh yeah, it was it was very fun to watch that one. Granted, we still lost, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, so, Shay, who would your fourth dunker be? You're still you're, muted. You're on mute, girl. <laughs> Are you on mute? Yeah, you're on mute. Can you unmute? Can you not hear us? I'm trying to unmute yeah. her too and it won't work. No. Oh, that's why. <laughs> this oh. is what this is what the this is what subscribers come for. Um You know what? It's it's funny because uh Hassan Minhaj when Patriot Act was still on did an entire episode on why internet in rural US sucks ass. So this is not just a this is a this is a thing. It is, and usually it's called res Wi-Fi. Um and if anyone in Oklahoma knows, there was recently a Supreme Court case that affirmed that uh the land of the five civilized tribes that's what they're called i did not name them that including the cherokee is still a reservation aka we can now call it res wi-fi and it acts like <laughs> res wi-fi it is so resy it sucks <laughs> huh. well while i got you for this split second right i'm uh, not moving i'm not moving 
Who um, who would you have for your fourth dunker? I don't even know. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, where were we? Wait, re- recap, recap. I need it. I just asked, who would you want your fourth dunker to be? So oh. other than the three guys that are already for sure signed yeah. up. Look, I'm obviously biased. Oh. <laughs> but I love a good Diallo dunk, okay? And after his dunk win a couple years ago, He's my favorite dunker. And he still does killer dunks in games. But That's he's also fair. he's also out the next two games leading up to All-Star. So I don't know what's going on with him. But, I mean, that's going to probably be unlikely. But in a dream world, that is what I want. Okay, Diallo. Okay, cool, cool. Zion, I don't get why. It's one of those guys he didn't want to risk his his name with it. I don't understand. Anywho. I don't know if I was Zion this season, if I'd be risking possibly getting injured during a dunk contest. Like he just started running the point for new Orleans and they're better across the board with him at the point. Like, I don't know if I was him, if I would, if I would, would be bothered with it this season either. And he's in the, dunk, he's already in the all-star game. So he's already in the game. Yeah. So, um, so is this going to be like, how this is going to be the quickest dunk contest. How do you think they're going to do this, Jade? I can't even begin to figure it out because the dunk contest, especially the past few years has been such a long drawn out thing. Not that I'm complaining, but like the dunks have been so good. They've gone into tiebreakers and so like, unless they have overhauled the scoring in some way, I don't see how they shove this into halftime unless they're taking an extended halftime. And I haven't heard anything to that effect. Well, and then also does halftime have a performer? I I guess they must not. How, how are they going to have a performer too? And a dunk contest, man, there's so many questions. So many questions. Um, Why is this happening? (laughs) <laughs> that's the best question that is the question that, was that covers actually, all the rest of the questions like that why was, did they do this <laughs> that was what i was gonna that was my roundup question after because next we're gonna be hitting up the all-star game that was what i was gonna ask overall so hold why your thoughts on happening? that <laughs> sorry i stole your thunder oh <laughs> Taylor's out. That was a mic drop. It's over. <laughs> I'm on one today, okay? Okay? <laughs> I don't put forth all this time and effort with the questions to get that kind of <laughs> dad response. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anywho, we're going to go on that. Um, just because all of these events are kind of lame just of the skills challenge which ones are most most interested in with jade like the skills challenge the three-point contest or the dunk contest so as exciting as the dunk contest is the three-point has always been my favorite because i could shoot threes and i could not dunk (laughs) that's fair um damian lillard did say he is not doing it this year i heard that today too dollar damon ain't doing it um Shay, what about you? What is going to be interesting of the three side projects? The skills, the three-point, or the dunk? I wasn't ready. 
Unmute. Sorry, there we sorry. Go. I wasn't ready to be asked a question, so let me get my hair to where it looks <laughs> for all of our viewers, because ew. Um, anyway, uh, I love up There is a tip jar for us. There is a tip jar. <laughs> hey, look, look. I'm, I'm taking my engagement pictures on Saturday, so I'm doing the whole, I don't clean my hair, so that it's like, you know, it's got that good condition aka natural conditioning so it looks ugly right now <laughs> anyway i'm looking forward to the dunk contest it is always my favorite thing which is also why i'm setting myself up for failure because it's probably gonna suck but i'm still gonna watch it <laughs> i watch it every year even if i don't watch the all-star game well, that was best runners just ran by me <laughs> but even if i don't watch the all-star game i always watch the dunk contest like the dunk contest now for me, I'm curious on the antics that go along with the dunk because the dunk doesn't doesn't cut it anymore. No, what even are you the doing great with dunks it? Don't win. Yeah, like what? What did you do with it? The Aaron Gordon losing a few years back when it was in Toronto was already like a tarnish on the dunk contest for me. For him to be in it again and lose again, I'm just that like, you guys was... don't even know what you're doing. This thing is broken. There's no credibility here. The it dunks are fun, but it's not like it's not a real award anymore. It's true. It's whatever show you put on around it, which is, I think, why, again, going back to that Diallo dunk, when he went over Shaq, I was like, that's a real dunk. Like, that's how to do both your right. skill. That was rude. That truck interrupted me. <laughs> it was both skill and entertainment, which is yeah. something that the dunk contest just doesn't do anymore. Well, that was the same. That was why I was so upset when um, who beat Aaron Gordon? Levine. I thought it was Zach Levine, and my brain was like having a hard There's time. There's Zach with that Levine and reason. Derek Jones Jr. So when Zach Levine beat Aaron Gordon, that was my gripe because zach levine did the same dunk like four times he just Aaron he Gordon's did, dunks were not only difficult but so creative the creativity the one with the magic logo or like yeah. mascot him spinning around spinning? that was timing impeccable. i still can't even figure out how he got it like that nope. like he deserved I, to win that year, and then he deserved to at least tie the year he went up against Derrick Jones Jr. And so because of that, I'm just like, I'll, I will be bought into the dunk contest again when they fix it. Yeah, because Zach Levine won back-to-back -back years, I want to say. And then, yeah, but Zach Levine, when he beat Aaron Gordon, it was as much as I hate saying it was just an in between the legs dunk whip, which by itself is a difficult dunk. Yeah, nothing was, taken from him, but, but like it was one of them. Aaron was a Gordon's dunks one. were harder. <laughs> yeah, it and was more entertaining, harder. more entertaining for sure. But I mean, now he won't ever do it. So, oh, I'm, that makes me so sad. Uh, Make so, the dunk contest great again. Yeah. <laughs> I told be... you I'm on one tonight. <laughs> you, you are. are. You are in fine form. Let's get fire. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the rest of the weekend, All-Star Game. Uh, Jade, just, we know that the players always kind of lack a little bit effort with it all. Um, but a lot of them don't really want to play to begin with. What kind of effort are we going to be seeing out of them? 
It's I expect there to be zero defense played like yesteryear of the All-Star game. I expect there to be lots of three points taken. I expect the score to be ridiculously high. It's just they shouldn't have done it this year. I can't say it too many times. They just shouldn't have done it. Like after last year with the everything being around Kobe and then yeah. you know everybody was invested, there was the new um the new format for it, which it, they're continuing, but like they should have just let it rest and been awesome next year. I just, I don't see the players being engaged. I know that a lot of the players, especially the first, first time all-stars, of course they're honored to have been chosen and to be on and, and to, you know, to have their name on that list of all-stars that that's theirs forever. Mm-hmm. But I think they should have done the voting without the event, honestly. Yeah, I could, I've been, I would have been chill with that idea. Um, Shay, long, which player do you think will have the highlight of the night? Ooh, like, you well, think Zion? Do you think like LeBron, Kyrie? I mean, again, it's just like, why would you want to put yourself at risk to possibly hurt yourself? And I think if the Clay Thompson injury this season has taught us anything, it's that even at practice, you can have a season-ending injury. So, again, it's like, I just don't feel like they have the luck this year to go hard and it makes me a little nervous. But we are seeing some players come alive in a new way that I, I could expect, like, a really nice performance from. Like you said, Zion is – the New Orleans team is really starting to heat up and work good together. Uh, they're actually interesting to watch, which they weren't for a little while. I tried to watch a couple of games, and I was like, ew. Uh, <laughs> this is yeah. not fun. Um, but like you said, too, like, you know, Durant's not, not participating – um, but we might, just because there's been so much energy at Brooklyn, we might see a nice performance from Kyrie. Um, also, you know, just, again, having some of those, like, former teammates play either together or against each other is always interesting to see the dynamics. Um, so with everything that's been going on, uh, at least in the rumor world around, like, Kyrie and LeBron, this is not a serious game. So we usually see a different type of emotion come out of, they're like uh, that kind of relationship. And I think specifically to years in the past where we've seen that with Durant and Russ, where we've seen them, you know, there was all these rumors about if they were friends, if they hate each other, all this, and then they would like hug. And then we're like, oh, okay, they're like fine now. And then they would play a great game. So I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see it. I mean, sure, at the end of the day, it's still basketball. So at least we get basketball, but I just, there was not really a reason for it this year and having one day is not enough for all the events that we want to see. Plus we just have a lot of people who are sitting out. So yeah. that's not fun. Um, Jade, who's your guess for the all-star game MVP? Um, I hope it's somebody different this year. I feel like LeBron's not going to be invested enough to get it again this year. Um, which doesn't need to be exactly like I, I'm not even mad at him about it, even though you know, even though in 48 short hours we're going to be talking about LeBron a lot on our Battle of the Sexes, I'm not mad at him about this. I, 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 I don't even care. I, I would probably feel the same way if I was him. Um, 
I would like to see, I like Zion. I'm enjoying his season. I'm enjoying that he is becoming more than just a dunker, that he has more to offer in his NBA game. So I'd like to see him show out a bit during the All-Star game. And at his size, too. He's built like a freaking NFL player. Yeah. Um, Shay, who's your guest for All-Star game MVP? Okay, so who I was like officially playing, like, I mean, of course we know like LeBron, and it's gonna be Zion. one of the starters. All star, right? It's gonna be one of the well, yeah, yeah, and that makes sense. I'm just trying to remember who the final. Because um, well, then you could think of Steph Curry, Jokic, Luca, because uh, I was going Joel Embiid. Those are those are the starters. You know, I think Jokic is having a great year. I don't think he cares about the All-Star game. I mean, he doesn't really – he's not really, like, the outwardly competitive guy. But I do think that, like, Embiid is. Um, and he's been actually doing pretty good this season. So, I mean, I could see a surprise from someone like Embiid, you know, who takes something like this seriously. It's, he doesn't go into anything without bringing it, you know, all of his cards. Uh, like I said, Jokic, like, he's having a great season right now. Uh, he's really, really doing great, but I don't. I think he's just doing it because he can. Um, I, don't, I don't think All Star is going to be where he shines. So I can see. I'm going to go in and put my money on uh, my imaginary money on Embiid, uh, just because it's someone different. It's the first time in my life I haven't like hated the guy, and I haven't hated watching him play. And I can see him really showing up for this All Star game in a way that some of these other players might not be. I just I think I can I can see Embiid just because he's trying to prove his worth right now to show that that 76ers squad's legit. But okay, I think we've wrapped up a solid amount on whatever this All Star weekend ha- has. This All Star thing that they're doing. This All Star <laughs> atrocity. Some kind of <laughs> All Star atrocity. Shades rubbing off on you. <laughs> I mean, Sorry about it. Okay, so with the all-star game also comes the deadline. Uh, I'm going to ask you both with this. I'll start with you, Jade. Which team needs to make a move now to keep their playoff position? Um, I think the Mavs need to add somebody if Porzingis is not going to be able to stay healthy. That's been... Really hard for me to watch, and I know, Taylor, you feel the same way about that duo of Porzingis and Luka Doncic, but I just am, it's it's to the point now where I wonder if Porzingis is ever going to be healthy enough, often enough, to be the that number two guy that they can always rely on. So far, he hasn't been. Um, and then this week, of course, there was, uh, it came out that they were quietly looking at his trade interest. Apparently now it seems like that was an exercise that they completed and they're not really looking at moving him. Um, But I think if you're the Mavs organization, those have to be real questions right now. Is Porzingis the guy? I I really want him to be the guy. I really like him. But looking at how the season has gone, how he had a lot of injuries last season too, I just wonder if he is ever going to be able to be healthy enough, long enough to have the impact that they have. He has to have if the Mavs are going to take the next step. 
I really he, do, hope he doesn't become one of those what if players. Me too. I really don't. Um, Shay, what about you? Which team do you think needs to make a move to keep their playoff positioning? Well, I, I want to second Jade on the Mavs just because the other night I was watching the Mavs Nets with both Kyrie and Har- uh, blah, blah, Durant out, and they yeah. were still struggling. And I mean, come on, it's just hard at that point. Like, you have no excuse to be struggling against this team. And that was hard to watch because I thought it was going to be a really great game. And I, I thought the Mavs would come out on top, but it was not successful. Um, so that was that was a hard watch. Uh, I don't really care about Porzingis. I think he, you know, whatever. I like Luca. So if Porzingis can't support Luca like that, then he needs a new boyfriend. So I've also been watching a lot of Jersey Shore. So I just realized that that's possibly why where a lot of my comments are where is that <laughs> show coming from oh my word we're all over the board today oh, um, but but my number one that i think needs to make a trade is and i know we're gonna we're gonna at least mention the hawks but i think the rumors that trey young needs to get out of atlanta is like true I think that with this recent coaching thing that's going on, watching Atlanta right now is not as good as it was at the beginning of the season. And the beginning of the season is either a hit or a miss, you know, like that's like, if it's good, it's like beginner's luck. If it's bad, you know, it could get better. But the fact that we're starting to hit these hurdles around all-star with, with Trey Young, who could possibly be one of the, the best young players in the league, if you do not give him the support he needs while he is this young in the league, he will he will plateau. And so, like I I originally or he'll leave in there. free agency, or he'll leave in free agency. Or he'll leave, and you don't he'll get leave when his rookie contract is up. Yeah, exactly. So I think trading Trey Young right now is vital for the Hawks. Um, again, because they have a good setup. For a, a good young player, that doesn't mean that the Hawks are, are where Trey Young needs to be. I think he's he's a step above where uh, the support that they have given him. So I get Trey out of Atlanta. So. But with with the coaching fire, they took in his his um, his opinion on it. So yeah, it seems gonna... it seems clear that they're as an organization not ready to make that move yet. It doesn't mean it's a bad move to make. I mean, he's only three years in the league still he's just he's got that luca sh- shade over him he does uh-huh. especially because he looks like a child um you know we forget that he sorry again I'm just... i mean luca looks really young too though in fairness yeah, that's like true. they both look like, looks like he's school. 12 <laughs> that, there's that picture of both that of them that charm. is like in my mind and i like yeah. it. i love it i love it got that cute little smile um <laughs> which uh Shay or um oh no I already just asked you that. Jade, uh which big name player do you see on the move? Because I already figured out Shay thinks probably Trey Young, but <laughs> well I mean there's still Andre Drummond to deal with. Um there's somebody else too. Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love. Um <laughs> I don't think Trey Young's moving, honestly, between you and me, but we'll cover that in the next segment. 
Um, I think Andre Drummond is the biggest name and, and maybe DeMarcus Cousins. I think somebody might take a chance and pick him up off of the uh, buyout market now that he is available. I, I think it would be worth it if you have the space. Like, I would like to see him in Toronto because we need we need a better big man. That's just Aaron Baines is doing his best. It hasn't been a great fit. It's been painful to watch. I am not on that bandwagon. A lot of Toronto fans are really ripping into Aaron Baines and saying some really not nice stuff. I'm not going to do that because it's clear that the guy is trying. He's doing oh, yeah. his best. It's a complicated system. Our offense is complicated. Our defense is complicated. We were lucky to have the IQ of Marcus All that could just like get there and get it all and figure it out and be good to go instantly at the trade deadline. Like not every guy, not every player can do that. Is not everybody starting? has that. Marcus All or Baines. Yeah. Depends on the night. He's starting, I would say 45 to 50% of the time. He shouldn't be starting. That's he should, he, but we don't have anybody else. No, yeah. Like our backup is Chris Boucher. And Boucher's awesome. He's not a starting center. They've been playing small uh some nights. So they've had they've been starting OG, Norman Powell, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam at the five, and Kyle Lowry when they're all available. And that lineup has worked pretty well, but it's small, obviously. Really it's a small. Very small lineup. Yeah. But it's <laughs> Sorry, the other big player I wanted to say is, you know, Victor Oladipo didn't extend his contract at Houston. That's a good point. So I wonder if that was a a nod to be like, hey, get me out of here. Where do you think he might end up then, Shay? I don't know. Don't ask me. Uh I'd take him in Toronto too, just putting that out there. Yeah, almost every team would pretty much take Victor Oladipo. I mean. He's a good, good, solid player. Yes. I would I'd say about twenty five teams would take Victor Oladipo, and those other seven teams or five teams or whatever are teams that already have great players at his position. Right. Like there's no point of. Yeah, I love Depot though. I love that he's coming back with it. Um, we haven't seen too many rumors or anything. So are we gonna see a lot of moves to begin with, or is this gonna be a real quiet? Uh, trade deadline jade i'm expecting it to be a little bit quiet because based on the season and based on the shortened season and hoping that we can get back to more of a normal season next fall i think a lot of teams are just going to be like let's just get through this season and worry about it next season uh Shay, what do you think? Are the less rumors just everyone being more quiet, or is it more just they're not going to be worrying about doing the trades right now and just get through the season? Well, I think it's a little bit of that, but we also had some major moves, you know, right at the either right before the season, during the season. I mean, we had total teams that were swapped. So it's, I think a lot of the trading uh, already happened for, for, and we're seeing a lot of success from those trades. Again, you know, we all wanted to be proved wrong on Brooklyn. So far, we haven't been. There's still time. Gross. Um, <laughs> That's my know, thing. I refuse to talk about Brooklyn, mention them, or have someone bring them up without saying gross. I have to. Every time. <laughs> I love gross. it. There's gross. so much fun to watch, though. <laughs> I know. And it's, oh, they. I watched a game <sighs> of theirs last so week, fun. and I was like, I'm enjoying this way more than I want to be enjoying and it. I want to. Exactly. And it's gross. 
<laughs> take gross. the names off those players and just give me those the talent and playing style, like just like blank players. Oh my word, it would be like one of my favorite teams. Yep. 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 So I think with those trades, I think we're just gonna have I mean, I think we'll have a couple of smaller ones and it'll spice things up, but I don't know if it'll completely change anything in the league. No, no game changers with it all. Okay. Nah. Well, Bouncing back to our little Atlanta little chat. So Atlanta just fired Lloyd Pierce. And now Nate McMillan is at uh, interim head coach right now. So Lloyd Pierce, he started off the season 10 and 9. Some pretty solid stuff considering where Atlanta's been for the past few seasons. Now they've gone 4 and 11 ever since. So Jade, are you surprised with this uh, coaching fire? or? I'm not particularly surprised. Um, Partially, it's because of that start. And I always think that when teams move a lot of people and they start really well, they're generally overperforming. Something worked. Nobody knows what it was. Nobody knows how to duplicate it. But it worked for a while. And if you can't figure out in a fairly short period of time what it is that's working, you're going to lose it. And I think that's what happened to the Hawks to start the season. They started out hot. Things were just clicking, but it wasn't because they worked up to clicking. It just happened. And if you can't figure out what that it factor is and you lose it, it's really hard to get it back because you've never identified it. It's like looking for a needle in a haystack, you know, like how do you find it again? Um, The other thing that made me not surprised was hearing today that the team was excited about having a new voice in the coaching and to me, that you know, there's always conversation around based on the record, is it fair to fire the coach? Well, I don't think it's fair to fire the coach based on my saying that they were overperforming and it's not really the coach's fault. I don't think that they weren't able to maintain that. But when you say that multiple players are ready to have a new voice, I've also I also heard that um the players felt like he never took any responsibility for the losses. Like once you lose the team, it that's kind of it. So between those two kind of pieces, I, I'm not terribly surprised to see them make a move. I mean, he's been with the team, I think, for two years now. So gave him a chance, or at least mm. one full season. So um Shay, do you see Mc Mc McMillan? Jeez, can't <laughs> talk much? Good God. Um do you actually see him just end up just keeping that coaching gig? That's a veteran coach. He's got a great track record with old teams and young teams. Catch that beat. Uh, right? So he's <laughs> so do, you, do you think they're going to stick with McMillan or do you think they're going to be looking elsewhere still? I mean, they might be looking elsewhere, but I definitely think Nate McMillan has a chance to, this is like his tryout like he has an he has an opportunity because like Jade said it's not like the Hawks have bad parts they have great parts that when they're working together that is a great team to watch their early games this season were fun um I I mean I know I'm a little biased because I, I have a little Hawks crush but I really think that McMillan has the chance to prove that he deserves a head coaching spot and again, I think it depends on uh, Trey Young and and his want. And I mean, I don't think Trey's also the kind of guy. He kind of reminds me of, of Giannis and the fact of like he kind of seems like an easy guy to please. 
Um, so I, I just, I hope for the best for the team, just because they do have some really great guys on there that I want to see succeed. Not just I mean, Trey Young. They, not just they, Trey. I think they just, if I remember that they just got Bogdanovich back. So yeah. they just got um, Gallinari back too. Gallinari oh, yeah. just came back too. Yeah. You're getting players back. So they're um, like, they're two seasons away. I think from being a playoff team, but I think it sounds to me like the coaching change was inevitable. Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, McMillan was a started to be a um, an assistant coach in this past November, so um, it looks like it was already in the in the behind the scenes. Sorry, they just released the. Um, I was just looking for the at three that. point, the three point, <laughs> and the skills challenge right now. Oh, because my phone's broken, so I saw the notification. Like this is it with the the you, know, you see. So I saw the notification, but couldn't read it. So thank you guys. Yeah. So um, we're gonna just shift real quick to that. So three point participants. So you got Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, Steph Curry, Levine, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. Shay, who do you think's gonna win that one? Okay, who I think is going to win, possibly Steph Curry, who I want to win, Spider! Woo! Donovan Mitchell! That, that would be cool. Um, Jade, how about you? Who do you got? I got, I, like, do you bet against Steph Curry in a dunk contest? I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> three-point contest, not dunk contest. Three points. Sorry, three points. We know. We, we get Still it. Steph. Sorry. Still Too Steph. many sports. I meant... Obviously, three point. It has to be Steph because has he even dunked in a game in in the NBA? Ever. I, I actually saw a highlight video, and it's like two minutes long of his dunks in the NBA. So really, it's wow. like like I said, it's like two minutes at max. I mean, um, two minutes that, is longer than I would have expected. Well, that honestly. also that also includes like the build up to it and the replay. Oh, okay, it so it's so uh, it's like it's five. Like, I was gonna say five or six. <laughs> like it's really, it's not like he's got a house of highlights reel going on in the background for himself. Um, um, yes. Yeah, so to bring it back to your question, I gotta take yeah. Steph because, like, Steph. under when there's no duress, he hardly ever misses. When I look at this list, I see more of scorers instead of shooters. Like that's what I was thinking too when I like when you said Tatum and even Mitchell. There's a couple other ones you said that I was thinking. I do not hear those names and automatically think three point shooter. Yeah, Levine, like I know Jaylen they can. Brown, like, I know they can step out there and I know they can knock them down. But like their names are not synonymous with shooting. The yeah, way Curry Steph and Curry Booker is. are the only two guys I can see that are like, oh, these are lights out shooters. Yeah. I had to like probably send an email that's like, anybody want to participate? Anybody, please, pretty please. <laughs> we, we need three more people. Got, please volunteer. We got nothing. Um, okay, so then the skills challenge. So it has Nikola Vucevic, um, Demonta Sabonis, Julius Randle, Chris Paul, Luka Doncic, and Robert Covington. Wow. Um, only Luka! one point guard. Only one real point guard on this list, Jade. Um, yeah. Who do you got winning this, though? Well... Chris Paul immediately jumped out at me. 
Cause I just don't think I like, I think there are other players and other big men that could challenge him. But with that particular list, I just, I expect him to have a little bit of an edge. Uh, Shay, how about you? You're sticking with that Luca or do you think you might shift to the guy that led your, your, uh, your young thunder team to the playoffs last year? So look, Chris Paul is like a good all around player, which is important in this challenge. Um, but I mean, again, if we're going like kind of dream roles for winning these things this year, I'll go with Luca. I could see Julius Randle winning it because he's just been going hard all year long, and uh, he's got the he's he takes the ball up all the time. Like Tom Thibodeau is like, I don't know how to do an offense. Julius, here's the ball. I only know defense. Um. But shifting back to what we were originally talking about, we just had breaking news report. Uh, report. Jeez, if I could talk today, maybe we should <laughs> just do some tongue twisters before recording. Um, so some of the players, yes, were spoken to, but a lot of the team found out on Twitter and Bleacher Report. Um, Jade, do does the NBA need to find out a better way to get the news out? Like, before the media does yes, so why have these situations why is the media getting it first before the players like we all have cell phones set up a group text message hey fam beside the way no by here's way. what here's what needs to happen somebody from the nba needs to be responsible to sending it to a representative from each team and that right, representative needs to pass it down to the players Literally like, press releases. The Literally. media should not be finding out this stuff before the players do. Like, you write a thing that says, this is what's going on, you send it to those representatives at the teams first, and, like, tell them when there's going to be an email sent to the press. Right. Because It's stems, not rocket science. It's there, not. <laughs> this stems back to Oubre just past season, all the way to Harrison Barnes in the middle of a game. Like... There's no good reason, like... Honestly, this is another one of those things that makes me go, there needs to be more women in head office positions in sports. Because this crap would never happen in a company I worked in. It's Women's Month. I second that. (laughs) Shout out to that. Yeah. Um, Shay, what do you have your take on this about? Do you agree with having the head honcho or having one main player and then him handing out the info or it doesn't even need to be a player. It just needs to be somebody who is tagged to be responsible for passing on the information. Even the media person who, you know, they, each team has several media people who, again, like you send them an easy press release that says like, first you say, this is what we're going to be sending out to the media at this and this time. And then that way, that person is responsible for letting their team know. Because that that is also who is going to be the media group. That's also going to be the media contacts. You know, working in PR stuff, I know a little bit about how, how that works. So it's like that media contact for the teams is also going to be the contact for a lot of, like, any kind of inquiry. So it's good to let that media person also handle the inner workings. Anyway. It's easier than like the NBA makes it seem, which makes me feel like an idiot for just like explaining it because it's like <laughs> yeah. it's so obvious. It's so simple. It's this is so not simple. a difficult fix. 
So, wow. It's not like they have to deliver the messages by carrier pigeon. I mean, they might have to now. If that's I mean, going to that slow up the process to make sure players like figure it, out. It seems like it must be that hard sometimes. Because what other reason is there for this stuff? Because just think of, like they always say, mention about like in the '90s and '80s. Like, think about how great that would have been. To be like, oh, I find out when like the coaches find out. I'm not finding out on a phone. Like, right. It's still got to take a couple, like a day or two, get to get it in print. So, um, yeah, wow. Today with all the Wi-Fi fun, um, getting some uh, interrupting news with some new things going on with the All Star Game. Uh, we've been able to talk about the dunk contest too. Just the all-star game, I guess um, trade deadline and got that co- another coaching fire. It's been happening a lot already in this short season, but so before we go to the fast break today, uh, today's episode is brought to you by the NBA store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your favorite team. We may be sidelined from going into the arena, except for some arenas, um, but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your couch and style. You can still do that or support that. Um, we are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring your listeners up to 75% off select items. But you heard that correct, 75% off. So go to podgo.co slash nba for up to 75 percent off select items that's p-o-d-g-o dot c-o slash nba um nba store where amazing happens so fast break time where i ask shay and jade three questions that they have no prior knowledge to and they give me my their take with it so first question jade which former NBA player has a winning record against Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, or and LeBron James? Do you want the records? Which NBA player? Yes. So Michael Jordan, he's six and four. Okay. Kobe, he's twenty-four and twenty-one. So it's gotta and, be West Coast. And LeBron, he's twenty-two and seven, seventeen. But he had to have played in the East Coast, too, to play those guys that many times. Current player or retired? Retired within the past decade. Hmm. I want to say Tim Duncan again, just because I feel like you might do that after last week. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) But Tim Duncan never played in the East. I feel like to have those, those amount of games, he had to have been playing... In the West when Kobe was there, and in the East before LeBron went to the Lakers, I'd, I have no idea. I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> so we all just got a message. Uh, I think Shay's phone or computer just died. Died, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, do we want to give the answer now then or wait for Shay again? Uh, her her battery died, so she. I don't think she's gonna be back tonight. Okay, she's gone, gone. She's gone, so gone. Yeah. Okay, so the player is Shanti Billups. Oh, the one 
That's player. fun. That's I love. You know, we you know you and I agree on Chauncey of all the things we don't agree on. We always agree on Chauncey. Oh so man, wherever that's he a fun went. stat. Um, so which player just recently became the fastest player in NBA history oh. to a thousand three pointers? I I saw this. I was going to say this was this was news. Oh, I'm going to kick myself because I know that I read this and I'm completely blanking on who it was. Do you want a hint? Yes. He won a three-point contest. He won a three-point contest. I want to say Trey Young, but I don't think that's right. I can't remember. And I'm really annoyed that I can't remember because I know I read this. Buddy healed. Buddy, and see, and I'm just as surprised the second time as I was the first time I read it. Because I was like, really, buddy? Wow. I it's, never it's the Sacramento effect. It's Man. the Sacramento effect. You just, you don't. You don't think about it's the, Kings It's players. the West Coast purgatory. <laughs> um. Okay, last Last one. I'm doing a versus two teams. So okay. first team is Yao Ming, LeBron, and Kevin Durant. Uh-huh. Versus Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan. Ooh, what are you doing to me? Yao, and just I want to mention Yao Ming was one of the few players that Shaq said he has had issues with. Right. So throw that in there. I still think I gotta take. Kobe and MJ over with, LeBron and Kate. That yep. Yeah, I I gotta I gotta take I gotta take those guys. I just see the versatility with Yao. I I like it's hard. Like that. Usually I'll say it's not close. This one is close. Like I, I, I if you really played those two teams three on three, I think it could go either way. Oh, that would be a fun matchup. Yeah. Oh gosh, but. So, we got the takes and the slams that make you say, God damn. <laughs> but <laughs> before we sign off today, don't forget to follow us on all social media stuff. You got Facebook at Hardcourt Honeys, Twitter at HC Honeys, Instagram at Hardcourt Honeys. Also, of course, you can find us and other great content and podcasts uh, at bellyupsports.com. And also, one last reminder, because it's coming right up, Battle of the Sexes, pro-LeBron, anti-LeBron, um, Shay and Jade, anti-LeBron, pro-LeBron is, do we have those Kendrick, people? Kendrick and Jamal, both hoops writers at Belly Up Sports. Okay, perfect. So Kendrick and Jamal, so then also plug in, look at their stuff, read up their stuff, so you know what you're going to be expecting from them. They're always great, so focus up anyways. Do that with all the Belly Up people. <laughs> um also, last to mention, Hardcourt Honey's sister podcast. Always got to give them a shout out. Slapshot Sweethearts with Shannon and Meg. So don't forget to check them out, just like checking us out. So on that note, enjoy the festivities this weekend. But don't forget, we are much more entertaining. Much. Way more. <laughs> Bye. Bye.